Welcome to the Ferris Love Podcast, where we share spiritual and practical ideas for how to live family life with a beautiful, self-sacrificing love. Today, we're talking with Anna Bethencourt-Yeraskin, a mental health expert, co-founder of Canavox, and the co-host of Mom Talk. Welcome, Anna. Hi, Katie. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you bet. I am excited today. We are going to talk about one of your kind of passions or pet projects or whatever you want to call it, but the idea of instilling true confidence in our children. Yeah, I love this topic. So ready to dive in. I love it. So let's, yeah, let's dive right in. And why don't you share with us kind of how you would define true confidence? um, And then we can kind of go from there. Sure. Um, I feel like there are so many misconceptions and so many, um, you know, new ideas out there, new and old that can be difficult to to understand it make mm-hmm. it can make it difficult to understand true confidence. So, uh, my colleague Julie Larkin and I came up with this model called true confidence, which is really the inner conviction that we have inherent dignity, mm-hmm. and um, it it comes true feelings of true confidence result from a connection to our dignity, to our values, and to our human potential. Mm-hmm. That's great, and I think this is such an interesting kind of definition or way to look at it. Cause I think it's a little different than maybe how our culture sees confidence or how, if you just heard the word confidence, how you would probably define it or describe it. Right. Yeah. I, th- I feel like the world sometimes can say like, Oh, you know, you do do anything you can to feel good, you know, to, to mm. feel good about yourself. And with the true confidence model, it's uh, our confidence is really not based on emotions mm-hmm. because our emotions are data. They're important. Um, and they're, but they're not directions, right? So, um, it's very, it's very, um, that is a quote by Susan David, by the way, uh, feelings are data, not directions, but you know, when it comes to confidence, we all have emotions, feelings of insecurity sometimes, and they, they protect us in a way from, from being, um, settled, you know, we, it's okay to sometimes feel that, you know, you could do more or try a little harder or or work a little or work hard towards something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay. And it's normal. So mm-hmm. um, it's totally healthy mm-hmm. to, to and, and normal to have feelings of insecurity at times, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing that true confidence, your confidence does not come the true type, right? True confidence does not come from feeling good in one particular moment. Mm-hmm. That's what that's self-esteem. So Um, and when you look in the literature in my field of mental health and you look at confidence and how to develop confidence, you see that there's a difference between self-esteem and true confidence or self-esteem and self-worth and self-esteem is based on how you feel based on uh, a a result that you got. So Mm -hmm. if you did well on a test, then you feel good. Your, your self-esteem goes up. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that same day you made a mistake later on and your self-esteem goes down. So Mm -hmm. feeling good all the time and having high felt self-esteem all the time and feeling good about yourself all the time, is just, it's unrealistic and that can't be our guide, right? Mm -hmm. There, there, there is a more sustainable, healthier way to have feelings of true confidence that are not just based on how you feel and how you did on a particular task. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, this distinction, I think between kind of self-esteem and self-worth, I think is one worth really kind of diving into and looking at a little bit more because it's true. Like, I think sometimes we could use the words a little interchangeably, but they're really very different concepts and very different ideas here. Yeah. Very different. So, you know, self, self self-esteem is based on, on external factors, something, Mm -hmm. you know, 
you did something good, you accomplished a goal, you got a result that you wanted, mm-hmm. right? And um, that that makes you feel a certain way, right? right. But self-worth is the inherent dignity that we have mm-hmm. um, as, as human beings. Mm-hmm. And that is unchanging, right? So um, if, if I accomplish something really great one day and the next day I fail, my dignity mm-hmm. as a human being is unchanged. And if I know, from a point of view of my faith, I can tell you that it, the self-worth comes from being created and loved by God. So mm-hmm. um, regardless of the outcome of my efforts, I know that my confidence comes first from there. And sometimes I will get the result that I want. And sometimes I will not. Mm-hmm. And and as long as I am, I understand that I am loved and created by God. Mm-hmm. That that gives you a sense of confidence that is more uh, sustainable, sure. um, and and it's also based on on values mm-hmm. or virtues. That when you know that regardless of what outcome you get for mm-hmm. a goal that you have, if you um, acted according to the person that you want to be, mm-hmm. then you can rely. You can you can feel confident um, that you did the best you could. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you, um, want to get a, get into a specific college, for example, you, you studied, you worked really hard, you didn't get in, that's an outcome. Your self-esteem goes down. Right. Mm-hmm. But with true confidence, true confidence tells you you're valuable. So with, with fleeting confidence, uh, confidence that is just based on how well you did or, or how you feel, it's just so fleeting and, and not sustainable because, a lot of the times we don't have control over, over the outcome of our result of our efforts. Mm-hmm. So um, it, it can feel like an emotional roller coaster to try to feel good about ourselves all the time. So you can, you, you did all you could do. You, you had your dream job, right. And you saw, you saw the, that the opening for it, you sent the application, you, you updated your LinkedIn profile. You, you talked to your mentors, you did everything you could, you showed up to your interview, you, and, and you didn't get it. Right. So right. then you, you feel terrible sure. with the fleeting confidence. If, 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 if what we're going for is fleeting confidence, you will feel ter- terrible. But if you get the job, then you'd feel great. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's all dependent. It all depends on how you did. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is not, it can't really be, they can't really be the guide. Right. Sure. Cause then it's just so, so fragile. Right. right. And so many factors are out of your control. Like you, you can't control whether you actually get the job. You can do the best you can to get it, but you don't know. Right. You don't know. And if we base our confidence on that, mm-hmm. we're just always going to be unhappy and insecure. And um, if we base our confidence on on a different, this is a, a new, a different way of looking at confidence, which I think helps people a lot more. And it's, it's, it's based on, on process, on values. Mm-hmm. You value the process of achieving do, your goals just as much, or actually more mm-hmm. than, than the results. Right. So if, um, if you're really, really um, focused on the process and you think, look, I, I, I talked to my mentor or whatever it is that you had to do to, to get to the job, to get, to be prepared for that interview, mm-hmm. and you did everything you could and you don't get it, your feelings of confidence, you might feel a little sad in the moment and that's okay. Totally normal. Sure. But your confidence in yourself and your abilities mm-hmm. is, is not unchanging because mm-hmm. you know that true confidence is a lot more than just accomplishing a goal mm-hmm. and feeling good in the moment. 
Mm -hmm. so, and you know that you can say, gosh, I feel terrible. <laughs> I didn't get the job. I really wanted it. Mm -hmm. And my dignity is unchanged. I acted on the values that were important to me. And that I know that I have the capacity to continue on because mm -hmm. if I do, I know I will eventually get to the goal. Mm -hmm. But when we have this level of confidence, we're more willing to take risks. Mm -hmm. Failure is not a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Feelings of insecurity are not a tragedy. Feelings of insecurity become kind of a part of a healthy life. You know, I, I am feeling insecure because I didn't get the job, but that's okay. I have mm -hmm. confidence in my abilities. I have, I have confidence that I can create what, I, that I can live my values mm -hmm. no matter what, no matter what the outcome is. I like this, this difference we're drawing here between fleeting confidence and true confidence. And especially I think with this idea of kind of emotions that, you know, like the fleeting confidence is relying entirely on the emotions and the feelings to like direct us and move us. Whereas the true confidence is like, acknowledging these emotions and these feelings we might be having being like, okay, like I didn't get that job. Like that's a bummer. Like I'm so sad or I'm so upset or I'm disappointed, but then not seeing that as like the be all end all to, to who I am and what that means about, about my innate worth and my dignity and all of that. Right. Yeah. It's uh emotion regulation <laughs> has a lot to do with this, right? We will have, we will, if you're a, a, a normal, healthy human being, you will experience the full range of human emotion sure. sometimes sometimes within one morning mm -hmm. um, depending on how your day is going and um and emotions can really you know learning how to face them and how to how to manage them can can really help us develop this this feeling of this sense of true confidence right mm -hmm. um sometimes we will feel good and that's great you know mm -hmm. welcome if 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 you got that job and, 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 and you feel proud, feel proud. Mm -hmm. You know, there's the, actually, there's a word in, I think it's Italian mm -hmm. that for, for healthy pride, mm -hmm. um, that is different from, from unhealthy pride, sure. um, which is, you know, how you feel when you live according to your values, mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's true confidence. And, um, if you feel great and you got the job, awesome, celebrate mm -hmm. it. And, and in the same way that, that we, that we welcome healthy emotions, I mean, in the same way that we welcome emotions that feel good, mm -hmm. um, we also have to be courageous to, to kind of welcome emotions that are, are unpleasant. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think it's funny. Some people are like, oh, you know, people are obsessed with emotions today. And I'm like, no, people are obsessed with one emotion, like feeling good all the time because mm -hmm. Nobody, like, as yeah. far as I know, <laughs> there's very low tolerance to pain. Mm -hmm. This is true. Discomfort. So we have to kind of face our emotions with courage mm -hmm. and, and say, gosh, you know what? I do feel sad mm -hmm. and I do feel insecure. And that people may think that that means you're not confident. Mm -hmm. It's actually the opposite mm -hmm. because true confidence says, you know what? I'm feeling down today. And that doesn't determine who I am, my worth, it doesn't determine my confidence. I am a confident person. And because I am, I am able to tolerate these mm -hmm. temporary seconds of, mm -hmm. of dis emotional discomfort, because sure. by the way, if you don't do anything to an emotion, um, like, uh, um, avoid or numb, it goes away right within seconds. So mm -hmm. emotions are transient. They're not meant to last. 
So if we are more able to face our emotions with courage, not hide them, when we try to hide them, that's where, that's where addictions come in. Mm. When we, we can't tolerate a difficult emotion and we do something to make it go away. Mm-hmm. Instead with true confidence, we're like, yep, there you are in security. Hello, you look fabulous today. Mm-hmm. You know, tag along because I am going to continue on my journey of accomplishing my goals. And I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm not going to base my, my actions based on sure. how I feel in this particular yep. moment. I wonder too, I'm curious, like, how do you make that kind of mental switch or whatever from, okay, I didn't get the job. Like, I'm so upset. I'm so distraught. Oh, I'm a failure to actually know I have worth and I have dignity and I gave my all. Like I, I, I did everything I could in this process. Mm-hmm. I stuck true to my values. Like, how do you make that mental switch? Cause I'm sure people are listening now and they're like, yeah, but if I didn't get that dream job, like it'd be a rough day. Like, I don't know if I would be able to remember I am a loved daughter or son of God. Right. Like, uh, no. Yeah. And it, and having a rough day is okay. And that does not mean you can have true confidence and have a bad day. Mm. Um, and I, I think the, the distinction between guilt and shame might mm. be helpful here. You know, sometimes we can feel guilt about something mm. and, uh, sometimes we can feel shame about something. Shame doesn't really lead to a lot of good and mm. doesn't lead to a lot of change. Um, mm. it's kind of, it's maladaptive. It's a maladaptive response, but Guilt is more adaptive because guilt leads you to change, right? Mm-hmm. So say you didn't get the inner, you didn't get the job. Um, you'll, you'll feel sad for a day. Mm-hmm. It's, it's okay. I think normalizing, normalizing, um, suffering is, mm-hmm. a, is a big part of, of, of our journey to happiness, mm-hmm. right? If, if we just accept that and see it as a beautiful part of a healthy life, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, being, having a bad day because you didn't get the job is an absolutely normal thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and we can just let that, you know, let that emotion come and go. It will go. Mm-hmm. Suffering has a way of making itself feel permanent. Mm-hmm. It's like when you're sad, sometimes it's hard to imagine and not being ha- like being happy again. Right. Sure. So in that day of being sad and not getting the job, it's okay. It's okay to be sad for one day. Mm-hmm. Um, there are healthy ways of managing sadness and, and unhealthy ways of managing sadness. Right. But escaping it is not, is rarely helpful. Mm -hmm. So it's okay to be sad. And if, if there's any sense of guilt around what you could have done, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's, that's something that's important to distinguish. You could say, okay, well, maybe I I didn't, maybe I didn't um, prepare the interview. Well, Mm. Um, I stayed up too late the night before and I wasn't fully myself. Mm -hmm you know, guilt says there's something you could learn from this. Mm. You, you as a human being, your dignity is unchanged, right. Mm -hmm. Um, and your confidence, right. There is something here that's, that's telling you that you, your guilt is telling you that you acted, you stepped away from what's important to you in some way, Mm -hmm. right. You somehow didn't live according to your values. Sure. Um, and, um, and that's, uh, we'll call, we'll talk about committed action a little bit later if we have time because, um, committed action is a huge part of confidence, mm-hmm. but, um, if you haven't acted accordance in accordance to your values, which is committed action, mm-hmm. you can feel bad. You can feel guilty and you can say, this is what I need to do better next time. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. If you feel shame, 
shame is very different and feels different in the body. It feels different in, in your heart and your brain tells you different things when you're feeling guilt than when you're feeling shame, your brain is telling you when you feel guilt, you're you, nobody's ever going to hire you mm. because you're a terrible professional when you're feeling shame, when you're feeling shame. Yeah. You, you didn't get the job because you're, you're just not good. You're not a good person. You're not a good professional. Sure. There's something intrinsically wrong with you. What happens with, with shame is that, I mean, it even, it gives this sense of permanence. Mm. It corrodes the part of us that think that knows that we can change. Mm. So if we feel bad about not, not getting the job or whatever goal that we didn't get, mm-hmm. we start feeling shame. We can try to shift a little bit more toward guilt to say, instead of I am a terrible person, mm-hmm. because that kills confidence mm-hmm. and it kills growth. It kills sure. growth. Um, but we can say, I am, you know, it, this is not about me being an intrinsically horrible person and professional. Mm-hmm. there are a few things that I could change. So I'm going to make a mental note. I am a good professor. I know I can do this. I mm-hmm. have to, like, I, I trust in my potential. Mm-hmm. And this feeling is telling me that I can live up to my potential next time. Mm-hmm. So what do I have to do next time? So I can live up to my, my potential. And that, that is more adaptive. That will lead to better change. And without, without really um, kind of destroying our confidence, yeah I think that makes that makes perfect sense and I like I like this idea that like it's it's a matter of living up to your potential right and like that confidence is that so it's not like oh I'm gonna be an NBA star someday like whatever like I don't I don't have I literally don't have the potential I don't have the right gender but like you know like <laughs> all of that like that's not what we're talking about either with confidence like I'm the best basketball player that ever existed even if I'm not but it's like what's my potential and I need to live up to that level and like that's what I need to be pursuing and basing the things that I do and having those values living those virtues those kinds of things yeah absolutely Absolutely. Um, and that's why challenging ourselves is, is, is okay. Mm-hmm. Healthy finding the right, um, the right challenge for us mm-hmm. knowing that we have so much potential, right? So yeah. feeling that we are challenging ourselves in the right way will help us get to true confidence. Mm. Um, and we need to, you know, it's a, it's a struggle, right. To, to figure out when it's like a workout, right. You, mm-hmm you need to push yourself a little bit. Otherwise your muscles won't, won't, you know, won't get stronger, mm-hmm. but you can overdo it so that you can't work out for the next two weeks, which is not health, not helpful at all. Mm-hmm. Right. We do want to find, um, find challenges that will help us grow mm-hmm. in ways that get us outside of our comfort zone, but also don't completely deplete us for the next week. Like, sure. We, we want challenges that are, that are, that are healthy and realistic for ourselves and challenges that are based on things that are important to us. And that's, mm-hmm. that's where committed action comes in. Okay. So committed action is the term we use in my field to mm-hmm. say actions that are based on what's important to you, actions that are based on your values. Mm. So actions that, that, that are, that are based on your values will lead to true confidence because you could work hard all day. But if you're working hard toward the wrong goals mm-hmm. and you're not going to achieve true confidence, you know, we've, maybe you've been this person or you've been friends with this person that does something mm-hmm. that is hard 
but only to please others, you know, mm. or there you, 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 you drank a little bit too much or you stayed out too late, or you went out with a person you're, you know, or you did that one thing that, um, or that those goals or those things that weren't really for you. There were more mm -hmm. for others. Sure. It was hard, but it led to actually feeling more empty inside. Mm. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about working hard and challenging yourself in just any way, mm -hmm. right? Something in order to really get to true confidence, it's challenging ourselves in ways mm -hmm. that, that we know are going to lead us to be, to achieve our, our fullest potential. Sure. That makes sense. Do you have kind of examples um, for people if they're like, okay, great. Like I'm in, like, I'm ready to challenge myself to grow in this. Do you have, you know, ideas for them? Yeah, sure. Um, so I think, um, as adults and I mean, teenagers, we all, everybody, right. But we could be, um, we could be pulled in a lot of different directions in our society with things you should be doing or shouldn't be doing. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, have, don't, don't have any kids, you know, don't get married too young or, you know, mm -hmm. a lot of things that, that, um, that will, that can lead you to work toward the wrong thing mm -hmm. that might not that might not be aligned with who you want to be mm -hmm. right so mm -hmm. if if somebody tells you you know you need to work out i don't know two hours a day to look good to be loved mm -hmm. um and you could do that and in you can challenge yourself in that way and then feel empty at the end of the day because sure. you're not doing it for the right reasons right mm -hmm. But if there's something that's really important to you, like, um, for example, your family, mm -hmm. um, and you do something that's hard for you, mm -hmm. but you know, it has a, a bigger, um, like a, a, a broader impact than just you, mm -hmm. you are able to endure that, that, that challenge mm -hmm. and feel really good about it in the end. Mm. So, um, for example, like with my family. I, there are a lot of times that I would, it would be a lot easier for us to, to not eat dinner together. Sure. But then the, the challenge of making sure we're all home and we're all eating together and the meal is made, mm -hmm. that's hard work that I would rather oftentimes not do. Sure. But when we do it and we have the family time together. Mm -hmm. And we realized that this is a really important value for us. Mm -hmm. Even though it was hard for me, I can feel my sense of true confidence grow in that moment. Sure. Because I did something that even though it was hard for me, mm -hmm. was important to me. Mm -hmm. And I challenged myself in that way. And then, you know, feelings of confidence usually follow actions that are hard for you, mm -hmm. but not just hard for you for the sake of being hard. They're hard for you because they meet a certain, they, they're based on a certain value that's important to you. Sure. That makes, yeah, that makes a lot of sense, I think. And I think thinking then, you know, of various aspects of your life, your faith formation, your personal professional development, your relational development, all of those things to really keep in mind, like, okay, what are my values, right? Where do I want to be? What, what is my full potential here? And then finding challenges that help move you towards those values and those potentials, as opposed to just challenges for the challenge sake, right? Um, like you were saying, like, yeah, you could work out two hours a day, every day, 
But like, is that really moving you towards your goal? And even if your goal is a healthy body, right? To be able to live a long, healthy life, to see your grandkids and some of your great grandkids or whatever, like probably two hours a day is actually not moving you towards where you want to go. Maybe you should eat some more greens instead or whatever, right? Like those right, 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 right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it really is trying to find um, what's important to you with your values. And, you know, it's um, in, in the Catholic faith, that's what we call virtue, right? It's, you know, you grow in these habits that will lead you to, Mm -hmm. to live a, a wholehearted life fully alive. Mm -hmm. And it's not easy, right? Getting true confidence and living this way is not easy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it it could be um the world could tell us it's supposed to be easy, right? right? Or, or when we see it in other people, it's right. true confidence is attractive, right? You see someone that has that and that they're confident and also humble and they have all these virtues and values, and you're like, gosh, like that person is attractive, right? Mm-hmm. And it can sometimes feel like it's easy when we see it in other people, right? It seems easy. I call it the myth of easy. Like when we see someone thriving in this way Mm -hmm. and they make it look easy, the truth is that for somebody to get to that point, there's a lot of work. There's Mm -hmm. knowledge, struggle, and and we can all get there. Mm -hmm. You know, everyone can develop true confidence, no matter what what's happened to them in the past, what temperament they have or what wiring they've had. Mm-hmm. True confidence is something that can be developed and uh, it takes hard work and it takes time and it takes self-knowledge mm-hmm. um, and it, it takes collaboration with other people. Nobody mm-hmm. can do it alone, right? As much as we would love to, <laughs> but um, yeah. I think it's helpful to remember this idea that it, that it, that it takes work, it takes work, but we can develop it because I think again, with our culture, like very often it's like, well, just tell yourself you're confident. and like, you will be, and like that not really work. Like that's not going to just make you be confident. If you're like, oh, I'm just going to manifest it to the world. And therefore I'm going to be confident. Like, no, like this is something that takes work. You've got to put in the effort day after day, you know, like a virtue, you got to grow in it. It's got to become a habit in order for you to kind of get there. And so that's what we really need to, you know, be working on. Um, I'm curious, Anna, if you have kind of suggestions then for how do we instill this in our children, right? Because great, we're working on it ourselves. We're trying to grow in confidence, but like as parents, this is our responsibility is to help their kid, our kids understand their self-worth, right? And that they are beloved daughters, sons of God, right? So how do we do this and help them along this path? Katie, that, that's just like a whole nother episode. Right? Well, this is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I'd say um, unconditional positive regard. Okay. Um, which is a technical, or, or, you know, a term we use in our field for unconditional, unconditional love at home. Mm. Um, and um, that's, that's a big one. And we can flesh it out later. Mm. Sure. Um, sure. Having healthy standards. Mm-hmm. um, is, is a big one. And, um, helping our, our children feel understood. Mm-hmm. Um, so empathy, empathy is a skill, um, that, that, you know, we, as therapists, we get trained in it. Mm-hmm. So there, there are, there are skills, um, there are tricks and, and, uh, things to learn on how to show empathy when we, we sometimes 
have difficulty empathizing with with our children mm-hmm. when they do something wrong because we're afraid that we're endorsing the behavior. Sure. Uh, and I always say empathy is not endorsement. And once a kid feels understood, then mm-hmm. the, you can challenge them all you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, if, if you think about having had a mentor in your life before or, or someone that you really connect with, mm-hmm. that person, if, if you feel like that person gets you, you're sure. a lot more likely to mm-hmm. follow their advice and their leadership. Mm-hmm. So those are three things I'd say. Right. Right. We'll have to, yeah, we'll do another, we'll do a whole episode on that for sure. So yeah, there's a lot to unpack. Um, yeah, that's, I think that's good. We'll, we'll whet everybody's appetite for what's to come with another episode. Um, I'm curious, before we leave, can you kind of paint the picture for us of the difference between a person, like the life a person leads if they have fleeting confidence and the life well-lived with a person who has true confidence, like paint the picture of what those lives are like so that people have an idea. That's interesting. Okay. Let me think. Um, so a person with fleeting confidence, um, is overly attached to anything external, other people's opinions, um, people pleasers, you know, we all, we all, well, not all of us, but a lot of us have have a little bit of people pleasing inside of us. Um, especially if we're empathetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but but uh, when we're seeking fleeting confidence, we're overly attached to other people's opinions and we want to please other people to an extreme. Mm-hmm. So we, we start forgetting about what's important to us and how we want to live and we start pleasing other people. We become pretty competitive mm-hmm. because we start comparing, right? If, if accomplishments are the guide for my confidence and I, I see that you, Katie, accomplished this amazing thing that I wanted to accomplish, but okay. I didn't, mm-hmm. then the threat to my the threat to my confidence is too big. I'm like, Katie, I can't believe. So I start, you know, jealousy, comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very difficult for me to be happy for you. Because mm. you took something away from me that is just too much, too, too, too important to me. Mm-hmm. So we can unhealthy pride. Um, a low, low self, low self-worth can lead to unhealthy pride. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't feel, you don't understand that your worth comes where your worth comes from with feeling confidence. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you need to attach it to something external. Mm-hmm. So it's very fragile. Um, so, and you become a perfectionist too, because of course, you know, your, your, your very worthiness and dignity depends on your accomplishments. Everything has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Perfectionism at the end of the, um, at the end of the day is fear, fear of what, what does it mean if I fail? Sure. Um, with true confidence, we know where our dignity comes from. Mm-hmm. So, um, I know that even when I fail and you don't, I can be happy for you. Mm. And, uh, comparison and competition aren't, don't become so unhealthy mm-hmm. because I know that no matter what our, my outcome is, I can act on my values at any time and I can be happy for you mm. getting you winning that race, that 5k sure. or that marathon that you got to, 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 to the finish line way before I did or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you are, um, more humble when you have true confidence. You don't suffer from unhealthy pride as much. You're able to be happy for others. Um, you don't focus on perfectionism instead mm-hmm. on healthy striving. Perfectionism is about fear of failure. Healthy striving is through confidence. Mm-hmm. You have challenges for yourself that you know you can that you know you can live up to because mm-hmm. you know your potential. 
And when you don't, you know how to recoup, how to recoup, how to get back together and keep, and keep working hard. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, and you, you, you know, that your values are always accessible for you to work on no matter Mm -hmm. the outcome. So a true confidence, a true confident person also has great relationships. I have to say, because, um, that's one thing we didn't talk about, but yeah, your relationships will improve with Mm -hmm. confidence. Sure. Because I'm sure too, as you're seeing and understanding your own worth and your own value more, you're just naturally then also seeing the worth and the value of everybody you come in contact with. So then you're also probably treating them differently. I can see, I can see how that would have a huge ripple effect in so many ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. 100%. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much there in what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Well, unfortunately we are out of time. Uh, So we'll definitely have to do a second episode on kind of instilling this true confidence in our children for sure. Um, Anna, where can people find you? And also tell us a little bit about mom talk that you're involved in as well. So mom talk is a program for moms to find their true confidence. Mm -hmm. So, um, when moms are confident in the, in the best sense of the word, true confidence, Mm -hmm. um, everyone benefits. So, um, Mom Talk is a program where I, Julie Larkin and I um, come together and discuss a lot of these topics and mothers have the opportunity to find friendship and connection and tools when they come to us. So definitely check us out. We'd love to have all the moms there. And um, you can also find me on Instagram, Counseling for Women. Great. Wonderful. Well, we'll include all the links in the show notes as well. So everybody can find you. So Anna, thank you so much for this. And obviously we'll have to do part two soon. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Katie. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Ferris Love Podcast. If you enjoyed it, there's a few things we'd love for you to do in order to support us. Share the episode with a friend, subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or visit us at ferrisloveshrine.org.